Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe presented by Coop Aleworks. Today is a very special episode because we're talking about something that is very near and dear to our hearts in the Thunder Basketball Universe. And as you can tell, we have a special guest joining us today. And this is Dan Mahoney, Vice President of, Broad of Broadcast and Corporate Communications for the Thunder, but also Executive Producer of our OKC Thunder Films Division, which is something that is very near and dear because me and Gallo are both producers on that division as well. And we've got a new project coming out called Seeds of Greenwood. And we are so excited to have Dan help us talk about OKC Thunder Films and our new documentary as well. We've had Dan on the podcast before, but this is the first time for you in our studios here inside Paycom Center. So uh, first of all, thank you for helping nice, us get nice. this orchestrated welcome. and welcome in for your, your first time. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So one thing we should probably talk about first is OKC Thunder Films, mm -hmm. because this is the fifth year of, of this division. And it's it's something that is very specific and, and special for the Thunder. Yeah, you know, we create, as you all know, because you're <laughs> intricately involved. Uh, we create a lot of content for all of our platforms, our TV broadcast, our social media, our website, our mobile app. But we decided a few years ago that some of this content we create, we put a little more work and time and focus and resources into to help tell the stories of our organization and our community. Sometimes it involves players, sometimes it involves um, you know staff, sometimes it involves issues, but we really feel like it it it's a level of quality that is a is a bit of a bump up. Um, that's not to say that every, not everything we not not say everything we do isn't high quality because it is, but this is just a chance, and it was a great collaboration between our broadcasting department that I oversee and our basketball communications side, which is run by our VP of basketball communications, Matt Tumbleson. And we, we decided a few years ago that we're creating this very cool content. Let's create a division, because there are no other NBA teams doing this. Mm -hmm. Let's create a division called OKC Thunder Films. And we, we have a terrific partnership with Dead Center Film Festival, which has been around for 20 years in Oklahoma City. And each year uh, rises in stature in the film world. This year, uh, the, the from a film shorts perspective, um, Dead Center is uh, Oscar content. It has, it, you can get an Oscar nomination out of wow. appearing at Dead Center. So that's a big step for them. But we've had a tremendous partnership. As you know, we've done the projects like um, Mr. Thunder, the story of Nick Collison's uh, retirement in his final two weeks in his NBA career. We did a five-minute animated short well, on Paul George. We did the, the story of Mark St. Ives, who was our longtime equipment manager for 40 years, going back to Seattle and now VP with the Thunder. We did last year that terrific story uh, of and that really memorable night of March 11th, 2020, when the world shut down um, and our game was postponed. So we try each year to challenge ourselves, to try new things, to tell stories that we think no one else is telling, that only we can tell. And... Each year, and I think this year is an example of it, every year I want to say, this is the best we've done. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's going to get to be an even higher standard as yes, we move along is. because, and you guys in particular who were so involved with it, um, that's going to be a tough challenge for you because each year we do get a lot better. And I really push us challenging ourselves. Like this year, as we and we'll talk about this year's project, but like we, we, we got into the world of music licensing and we have a terrific mm -hmm. partnership on the music side as well. We, we have, we, it's just, we really think that our fans understand it's not all about what happens on the basketball floor. 
And that's a big part of what we do in the community. Some of our stories and the Thunder films will be very player-driven and very player-focused, like the Nick Collison one was. But others will be a complete departure and maybe something you don't expect, but something that's important and something that we think our fans and our community want to see. You, you really did a great job of sort of teasing this year's yep. film, Seeds of Greenwood, there. Will you maybe lay out from your vantage point what the challenge was this year with this film, Seeds of Greenwood, and how it kind of in the context of the breadth of topics that OKC Thunder Films has covered, where this sort of slots in as something different and unique? Yeah, this was pretty ambitious, I'd say. Um, it was a little bit of a gamble because some people would say, why don't you wait for it to be more established, the program, and you know, do it the second year. And, and our feeling was there's only one time to cover something for the first time. And, and that was this year. And the 26 kids that were selected for the first cohort of, of uh, the Thunderfellows program, th they were a story in and of themselves. And we really wanted to capture that. And now it could have been that we went the whole, whole year because that was part of it. From October mm -hmm. through May, really, um, we, we covered, we had you guys and Michael Zubak, our director and editor and videographer, was up there. I want to say every day because it seemed like that, but it's pretty close <laughs> to it. And just capturing everything that happened. We could have gone those eight or nine months and kind of it maybe fizzled out. Maybe yeah. the kids didn't work out or the kids didn't want to be on camera or their parents didn't want to be on camera or whatever. So it was a bit of a gamble that we would have come out of it with not enough to do a film. Um, we didn't think that would happen, but it, certainly that was a possibility. So that was something that was not in our control and that was the challenge and the, amb the ambition of this program was it's a little bit of a risk of what we're going to get. And um, I think we were incredibly pleased with what we did get and the mm -hmm. kids that we were able to profile. And we'll go into a little more depth on that. But um, it, it was it's just a really amazing story of the spirit of – and these kids are – 13, 14 years mm -hmm. old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you you watch their spirit, you watch that they see the value. And and part of it too is from October to May, you see this maturation of these kids. Yeah. Um, and the program is designed to give them experience within data and analytics in sports and tech and entertainment. It's a partnership with CAA Sports and the Thunder. And Yes, they got that. They there's great scenes of you know robotics and other things within the film, but what you also saw was these kids over that period of time came into it like some of them were kind of shy, some of them are not, <laughs> um, but some of them were kind of shy and they didn't really know what they were getting into, and some of them their parents kind of pushed them toward it, but then they got in, they met the other kids, they saw there are kids like me, not just racially yeah. because these are all black teenagers, but 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 just like kids that that like robots, like like coding, <laughs> yeah. like and want to learn more, and they say, oh, there are other kids like that. Mm -hmm. And then as you look at them from October to May, you see this difference, and you see them kind of gel together as a team. It was really cool to see. Well, Dan, we're gonna get into Seeds of Green One a little bit more later, but we'll take a short break right here, and we'll be right back right after this. Coop L Works is the proud sponsor of Thunder Basketball Universe. Brewers of the fan favorites, F5 IPA and 99 calorie ice chest IPA. You'll find those and many more Coop beers at retailers across Oklahoma. Learn more at coopelworks.com. 
We've talked about the Thunderfellows program multiple times on this podcast. If you were a regular listener, that's not the first time that you've heard the name of that program. And for us, we have learned so much about the Thunderfellows, their their backstories, but also just Tulsa in general. Yeah. And especially doing this project, it has opened my eyes personally about, you know, everything that has happened in Tulsa, but also, you know, how it rebuilt and the resilience and kind of the indomitable spirit of of the Black Wall Street and district. And Dan, I, I want to kind of pose this question to you. When making Seeds of Greenwood, what was just what were some of the biggest things that, you know, we wanted to capture when it came to putting this film together? One of the key things of this, of the Thunderfellows program, and we tell the story of how it came to be, which is a longtime friendship between Sam Presti, our general manager, and Mike Johnson, who is an executive with CA Sports. They've known each other and have been great friends since they were little kids outside Pee-wee of football. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Had, it, yeah. When you when you watch the film, um, there's great archival footage yeah of Sam and Mike playing football as little tiny kids, and it's it's pretty incredible to watch. It's awesome. Um, but they forged this friendship, and they talk about, as they got a little older and they remained friends, They it went beyond football and baseball. They were actually having racial discussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you fast forward to the summer of 2020, following the murder of George Floyd, and they're you know, Mike's in Dallas, Sam's in Oklahoma City, and they're texting back and forth like, what do we do? How do we... How do we how do we address what's going on that goes beyond Instagram hashtags and, and thoughts and prayers and all that's great, but what do you do that's meaningful, that's impactful, that can really make change? And the discussion was this program to create opportunities for black teenagers. But then the discussion was this has to be in Tulsa. Yeah. That was on the eve of the 99th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre. And it just made total sense that if we're going to do this in Oklahoma, we should do it in Tulsa. And that was the beauty of it. So it was key to us in telling the story that we told that, that we, we, we explained why Tulsa, why the Thunder, what, what this program was about, how it came to be. And then it was just about really meeting these kids. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, talking about the curriculum, um, but talking about these kids and, and what what they experience every day, the lengths they go to to be part of this program. Yeah. You know, we tell the story of, of one of the, the kids, Reese, who has, a, you know, a long commute every day to go to school, to go to his job, and, and then end the day at Thunderfellows. And it's, it's inspiring to see kids of this age that want that level. And the other thing to be watching for is the reaction of kids when they found out they made the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really, I mean, they realize why that program was valuable. And so we, we really wanted to capture all that and really tell a story that is, on one level, um, you know, it's, it's always hard to talk about the Tulsa Race Master yeah. and the destruction of Black Wall Street and the generational wealth that was lost. And some of these kids, they have descendants, or they are descendants, rather, of those who were part of right. the race massacre, and including one whose great-grandmother, Mother Randall, who's one of the three known living survivors of the massacre. And so... But the other part of the story is very optimistic and uplifting that these kids, A, they know about what happened in 1921, and B, they want to be part of getting back to that level of 
um, what, what Tulsa should be all about, North Tulsa in particular, and the Greenwood District, even more in particular. We've talked so much about story, and that's really kind of Paris and I's forte when it comes to this. But Dan, there's such a level of artistry in this film as well. And you mentioned the music side. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious from, you know, having been an executive, the executive producer on so many of these films before, what are you most proud of in terms of some of the flourishes that we see uh, in the film when it comes to bringing that storytelling to life, mm-hmm. both with the the images and the and the music. Well, along the way, as we we worked on this project, um, and I was not aware of of this group, which is the uh, black owned film and music production company in Oklahoma City called Notice Studios, N O T I S, and I wasn't aware of them. They actually did a film about uh, 1921. And once we learned about that, we, we watched that and we started talking to them and saw that they could really help us with music for our project. And they composed songs specifically for this film and uh, we were just blown away by it. Um, I'm not going to give away too much because I want people to watch <laughs> the film, but it's, uh, it's a great partnership with a local Oklahoma black-owned studio uh, they are incredibly talented, uh, and we're thrilled to, to partner with them. And they're, they're going to go places. They really are. Mm-hmm. And they they love the partnership with the Thunder as well. Um, but it's it's music can be so important to a film. And when you start licensing music, it gets expensive um, for good reason. You know, publishers and well, composers and artists need to make you know need to make what they need to make. But these guys, they weren't in it for the money. They were in it for the partnership. They were in it for the storytelling, and they were in it for the exposure, obviously. Yeah. But um, and I think just the creative opportunity, like they they are very connected to the 1921 story, and to be able to to have a set of music that they can put into this film, that yes is another documentary that talks about the race massacre, but in a whole different way mm-hmm. of how we're moving forward, the opportunities we're creating. Dan, one thing that keeps coming to mind for me, this is only my second OKC Thunder Films project that I've been a part of personally. And just thinking about last year's project, Pause the Game, and to today, I, just, I see OKC Thunder Films growing you know, so much. And I can't imagine from your perspective, looking back to that first film that you were a mm-hmm. part of and to where OKC Thunder Films is now, just the growth that the division has had within the organization. Yeah, I think it's every year we, like I said, we try to challenge ourselves. We try to do new things, try to tell different stories. We don't want one to be very much like the other. We don't want to be nothing against 30 for 30 on ESPN, but we don't want to just be 30 for 30 Mm -hmm. Thunder version. You know, um, now, you know, most of what we'll do are documentaries, but the one year we decided to be completely crazy and do animation, a five minute animated short Mm -hmm. about PG. And it's like, does anybody here know how to do animation? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but we found a great company in Portland that helped us and, and did a terrific job. And so, you know, we just, we don't want to be held back if we can help it. We don't want to be held back. Certainly creativity drives it. Storytelling drives it. But we never want to say, no, that's, that's too ambitious. Uh, now, again, cost matters mm-hmm. and, and logistics matter and you guys work so hard on this, but oh, guess what? You also had 82 games to cover <laughs> during the yeah. course of the season. So, yeah. you know, but, but, and that's, that's the challenge of doing it within our, our framework. But, but that's the fun too yeah. of these taking these stories. Like, we don't know what next year's is going to be, 
But this partnership with Dead Center is so important to us because they are a very highly regarded film festival. One of the top, I think probably top 20, maybe top 10 in the country right now. And to, to have that level of exposure and that partnership and be viewed as filmmakers is really incredible. And we're just, each year, we're going to try to be more ambitious, more creative, um, and just see where it takes us. Just in context of, of Dead Center, tell us a little bit more about um, the, the festival this year and when Seeds of Greenwood will be uh, um, debuting and, and kind of lay out the, the weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Dead Center is at the point, you know, obviously in 2020, they were 100% virtual due to COVID. Last year in 2021, they were partially uh, live, partially virtual. This year, they're pretty much back to normal, which is live screenings. And for the first time, we are actually going to be the featured film at their free outdoor uh, public screening, which is Friday night, um, June 10th is Friday. And um, it will be at Scissortail Park in Oklahoma City. And we will be, it's about, it films almost an hour, about 52 minutes. And we will be at 7.30, we will be the, the featured film. Uh, in the past, we've sort of been the opening act mm-hmm. for the featured film on the outdoor. And again, to make the distinction, this is not part of the festival where you have to buy a ticket or buy a pass. This is part of their free programming. We invite people to come out. The weather's supposed to be nice. Come out. Enjoy the night at Scissortail Park. A Friday night at Scissortail Park is always fun. But then you throw in being able to watch our film. Um, we would love for people to be there. Um, and then um, because of the story, we are going to have special screening in Tulsa as well the following weekend. Um, on Saturday, June 18th at Circle Cinema in Tulsa will be a public screening. Open to the public at um, that afternoon, I think, at mm-hmm. 2 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, and then starting on the 19th, uh, Juneteenth, um, we will be putting the film on our digital platforms, on our social media, on our website, on our app. And then it'll also be on the Dead Center uh, website. So, so Dead Center is back to full live screenings, which is terrific because you know, it's hard. I mean, yes, it's kind of convenient to be able to watch mm-hmm. these films virtually like we did a couple of years ago, but there's nothing like being in a theater or in a, a public venue like Scissortail Park, mm-hmm. watching a film, being with other people who are watching it. Um, it's like any other film. You, two people can watch it and come up with completely different things that hit them. Yep. Yeah. And that's the beauty of having these live screenings and these live viewings of these films. So we're excited. I just remember last year, the first time I had worked on an OKC Thunder Films project, standing in front of a screen during that that debut of that film and just feeling so proud because we've all been working on this film for a year now and working very, very hard on it. Not just us. Matt Tumbleson's been working very hard on it. Michael Zubach, our videographer, editor, and director has been working extremely hard on it. And we can't wait to share it all with you as well. We all learned so much and we hope that we can share a little bit of that as well during this this, this documentary that we've worked so hard on. So Seeds of Greenwood, it's public screening for free Scissortail Park on June 10th. We hope to see you there. And just a little heads up on what's on tap for the Thunder in terms of basketball. The draft is coming up. That's gonna be on June 23rd 
in Brooklyn. We'll have coverage of all of that. Be sure to stay locked on OKCThunder.com and at OKCThunder on all social channels. And be sure to come back to the Thunder Basketball Universe. We've got you covered here as well. But until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Dan, for joining us and thank giving you us some more insight on OKC Thunder Films. And thank you so much to our producer, Matt Bishop. And until next time, Thunder up and catch you later.